Welcome to the Presnet Podcast presented by LineStar. All things daily fantasy football plus some sports betting analysis as well. I'm Shannon Somerville. My co-host Tyler Riemann is out today. He is out six, but he will be back next week. Right now, we're going to give you all our daily fantasy picks from the LineStar app. Make sure to check out LineStarApp.com for everything you need to dominate those daily fantasy contests. Today, we'll be talking about the NFC and AFC championship games. We've got some good ones on the slate. In fact, based on regular season DVOA data, that's defensive value over average, which is essentially power ranking that takes into account things like strength of schedule, quality of opponent, that type of thing. Well, according to the DVOA stats, this is the most balanced final four in nearly 20 five years. We're in for some good games. In fact, the spread uh, for both games is reflective of that. Bengals at Chiefs. The Chiefs are one and a half point favorites. It had been the Bengals who were the road favorites in this one. I guess the public backing the Bengals in this one because of Patrick Mahomes and question marks about that high ankle sprain and how he will be able to play in this game. 77% of the money on the Bengals in this one. And then the 49ers at the Eagles. Eagles, two and a half point favorites at home in Philadelphia in this one with 79% of the money backing the Eagles in this one. So perhaps the public a little bit scared away from Brock Purdy, the rookie quarterback going into a hostile environment in Philadelphia to be able to pull off that win. We're going to get into your daily fantasy picks. We'll have some sleeper picks, maybe some value plays. We'll also have your anytime touchdown calls for this weekend. Really great slate that we're going to get into today. We'll start off with the quarterback position. And actually, the quarterback that we like this week is Patrick Mahomes. Why is that, given his high ankle sprain? Well, because even an injured Patrick Mahomes is still a top three quarterback in the NFL. This is likely your MVP. He led the NFL in pass yards by over 500 yards. He's the second highest projected quarterback behind Jalen Hurts. He's also one of the lowest owned, which increases his value for us. And the high ankle sprain, yes, it's something to take into consideration. However, Patrick Mahomes has shown the ability to come back from a high ankle sprain and perform at a high level before. In fact, in 2019, he had a high ankle sprain. And in fact, Andy Reid recently said that that was actually a worse injury. Well, after that season opener where he suffered that ankle sprain. The next week he faced the Las Vegas Raiders and he put up 443 passing yards and four passing touchdowns. So it is unwise to underestimate Patrick Mahomes, even an injured Patrick Mahomes. Last year's AFC championship game, he had 275 yards, three touchdowns. He has a tougher matchup. The Cincinnati Bengals have been his kryptonite. He's 0-3 against them. Their pass defense ranks 12th, and they were really good. We saw it last week. Lou Anarumo, the Bengals' defensive coordinator, was really tough against Josh Allen. However, this is Patrick Mahomes we're talking about. He's the likely MVP candidate, and given his ownership levels right now that are projected to be very low, this is a great leverage play as well. So maybe consider Patrick Mahomes for your quarterback for daily fantasy. Moving on to the running back position, Christian McCaffrey is another player who's dealing with a bit of an injury. He is dealing with a calf injury. However, he's going to be good to go on Sunday. So 
Something to take note of. However, we don't want to overestimate some of these injuries going into the game because these are players that have a high talent level that are fully capable of breaking the slate, especially Christian McCaffrey, who's got actually a favorable matchup. I know that Philadelphia Eagles defense is good, but don't shy away from it because of that. CMC is going to probably be the highest owned running back for sure. He is our highest projected player on the Line Star app for DraftKings. He's averaging 109 rushing total yards per game, and he has accounted for a touchdown in 10 of the last 12 games. That coincides with when he became a starter for the San Francisco 49ers, and he's been unbelievable. He's a touchdown machine, which is great for fantasy purposes, and he's been a fantasy MVP all season long, probably won you guys some fantasy leagues for the season-long fantasy leagues. Philadelphia ranks 21st in rush defense DVOA. When have teams had success against the Eagles when they've run the ball and controlled the clock a little bit to keep the ball away from Jalen Hurts, which I think will be the game plan for the 49ers, especially with a rookie quarterback going into a hostile environment. They're going to want to get that run game going early. So I expect CMC to carry the load here early. The Philadelphia Eagles ranked 24th in pass defense DVOA versus running backs as well. So not only are they a little susceptible to the run game, but Christian McCaffrey, as we know, is a great pass catching running back who can do a lot of damage in the receiving game. The 49ers, this just goes to show you how much he means to the San Francisco 49ers offense. They have not lost a game since he became the starter. And only once during their 12-game win streak have they failed to surpass 100 yards rushing. I know this is a tough Eagles defense. However, Christian McCaffrey is just an unbelievable player, superhuman strength, and I expect him to channel that this weekend as they look to get a ticket to the Super Bowl. So CMC, a nice option for you in daily fantasy. Some lower-owned running backs. I know that that's kind of a chalk play. We've also got Kansas City Chiefs running back Isaiah Pacheco, who's looked unbelievable. The rookie led the Chiefs in carries last week. He had 95 rush yards averaging 73 rush yards per game over the last 10. He's been incredible, and he is a tough running back. And he averaged 11.62 FanDuel points over the last three games. With Mahomes' ankle injury, you might expect the Chiefs to lean on that run game a little more, and they've had a lot of success when they've been able to balance the run game with the passing game, which is what they'll try to do. The Cincinnati defense is very good against the run. Lou Anarumo, great defensive coordinator, great defensive mind who can make really good adjustments. But Isaiah Pacheco has been really coming on and could provide you some value, especially given his low ownership status right now. The other running back to maybe take note of is the Eagles running back Kenneth Gainwell, who had a great game last week against the Giants. He had 112 rushing yards and a touchdown last week. If the 49ers bring a ton of pressure on Jalen Hurts, which it's looking like they might do in this one, it could provide a lot of opportunities for Gainwell in the checkdown game. He could be a nice safety valve for Jalen Hurts if they're coming, Nick Bosa and all those guys coming after him. He could just check it down to Gainwell, who could open up some big plays for them. And not a bad price tag and low ownership as well. So not a bad little leverage spot to be able to afford some of these other big chalk plays. Next up, 
Speaking of chalk plays, our wide receiver, top projected wide receiver on the slate for today is Jamar Chase. He's been unbelievable this season. He's averaging 85 receiving yards per game, including the playoffs. And he's done really well against the Kansas City Chiefs in three games against them. We'll start with this past year in the regular season. In week 13, he had 97 receiving yards against them. Last year in the AFC Championship game, not as much. He just had 54. However, during the regular season last year when he faced the Chiefs, he had 266 receiving yards. He is fully capable of putting up some monster numbers this week, especially against a Kansas City Chiefs defense that has struggled against opposing wide receiver ones. In fact, they rank 31st in pass defense DVOA versus the opposing team's wide receiver one. It's actually a trend we've been picking on for our prop bets week in and week out, and we've had a lot of success. It's been very profitable for us just to run through some names of opposing wideouts that have just dominated the Chiefs. We had Mike Williams go 113 receiving yards. Michael Pittman had 72. Mike Evans, 103. Devontae Adams, 124. Stephon Diggs, 148. Christian Kirk, 105. That was a regular season game. Josh Palmer, 106. Jamar Chase, again, 97 the, during the regular season meetup. And Jerry Judy had 73. DK Metcalf, 81. Say Jones, 83. You get the point here. Jamar Chase could absolutely have a monster game against the uh, Chiefs this week. So he'll be high-owned. He'll be having a hefty price tag, but absolutely capable of breaking the slate for sure. Some other wide receivers. Another chalk play, but I really like A.J. Brown this week. He's probably going to cost you a lot of money, but it this is another matchup we've seen. Um, the 49ers... A lot of wide receivers get to them in the deep ball game. We saw DK Metcalf, CeeDee Lamb, both had over 100 receiving yards against the 49ers. So look for the Eagles to exploit that, especially since we know the 49ers have a great run defense. They'll probably be bringing pressure against Jalen Hurts and force him to throw that deep ball, in which case you've got A.J. Brown there, who's an unbelievable wide receiver. And the chemistry between Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown is kind of unmatched. So him or Devontae Smith, too, could have a great game. He's been a crucial uh, receiver, especially on those third down plays. When Jalen Hurts needs a big gain, he goes to Devontae Smith. And the one thing to note, though, with those two is that the last game against the Giants, A.J. Brown visibly frustrated on the sidelines that he wasn't getting the ball. I mean, they didn't really have to pass the ball that much last week. They basically dominated in the run game. However, A.J. Brown wasn't too happy with not getting enough catches, and sometimes the squeaky wheel gets the grease. So look for A.J. Brown to have a big game. Also, Juju Smith-Schuster. So if you're going to take Patrick Mahomes in this one, might be worth picking up Juju Smith-Schuster as well, especially since he's incredibly cheap this week. And he averages over six targets a game for the season, so his price tag and the fact that he's getting targeted six times a game might be worth a look here. So if you're using Patrick Mahomes, maybe outside of Kelsey, probably Juju's your best option in the receiving game. So those are some other plays there for you as well at wide receiver. I love the tight ends this week. The tight ends have been having a heck of a season, especially over the last few weeks. We've seen tight ends in the end zone like every single game. It's been awesome. And we've got some good ones in these matchups. For Line Star, we're kind of liking Dallas Goddard. He's 
He had 58 yards last week in a touchdown against the Giants. I actually had him for a prop bet and my anytime touchdown call, and he delivered. He's averaging 58 receiving yards per game. I know he's going up against a very tough San Francisco 49ers defense. However, I do expect Jalen Hurts to go to him. He's kind of been like a little bit of a safety blanket for him because he can make those catches and then barrel through defenders. He's super tough, and he's 6'5", 250, big target for Jalen Hurts there. Opposing tight ends have actually done really well against the 49ers recently. Dalton Schultz had a touchdown last week. Trey McBride had 41 yards. Uh, Darren Waller had 72 yards and a touchdown in that regular season game. Logan Thomas, he was 6 for 35. Noah Fant, 32 yards and a touchdown. So we have seen tight ends do really well, which could be um, a part of the Eagles game plan in this one. So Dallas Goddard, a nice option there as well. My co-host Tyler really likes Dallas Goddard this week. I'm really liking George Kittle this week. For his anytime touchdown, it's plus 185 if you want to go that route. But for daily fantasy purposes, we like him. Seven touchdowns the last four games of the regular season. So like that upside for him for daily fantasy purposes. He's averaging 56 receiving yards per game with Brock Purdy as the starter in this one. He's had really good chemistry with the rookie. And Brock Purdy kind of lives over the middle of the field throws, and that's where Kittle thrives as well. You saw him make that circus catch in the game against the Cowboys that was crucial to kind of switching the momentum in favor of the 49ers in that game. He comes up with huge catches. And going up against the Philadelphia defense, yeah, they're tough. Six in DVOA versus tight ends. However, he had 95 yards against Dallas last week. They rank fourth in DVOA versus tight ends. And George Kittle leads the 49er pass catchers in slot percentage. And here's why this is important. His matchup could prove critical for the 49ers in this one. So the Eagles have their base defenses of 5-2-4. So what they could do is zero in on the linebackers, Kazir White and TJ Edwards. Both are third and fourth the most targeted defenders, giving up a catch rate of 73% and 66% respectively. Then in their nickel coverage, they've got cornerback Avante Maddox, who's been dealing with a toe injury. So it's kind of unclear what his health level is right now heading into this game. If he doesn't go, it'll be Chauncey Gardner-Johnson who would move from safety into the slot there. So what we could see from the 49ers to counter that is to isolate Kittle and go up against those safeties and linebackers. That could be a way that they kind of get that 49ers offense rolling, in which case Kittle could be a huge part of this offense. And given the fact that him and Purdy have such a good chemistry, he could look to them in the end zone as he has. Seven touchdowns the last four games. He could provide a lot of value in fantasy. So not a bad play there either. I know that Travis Kelsey is probably going to be the most highly owned, most expensive tight end of the slate for good reason. He's basically the wide receiver one for the Kansas City Chiefs. However, these are Goddard, Kittle, really good options that could provide a lot of value for you in daily fantasy. So that's a look at some of our favorite plays for daily fantasy. For more analytics, statistics, everything you need to dominate, including our lineup optimizer, make sure to check out linestarapp.com. If you have any questions about who you want to play this week in Daily Fantasy, make sure to drop them in the comments and we'll get back to you. If you have any questions about what players are projected where, projected ownership, just drop them in the comments and we'll get back to you. 
Now it is time for our touchdown calls of the game for the AFC and NFC Championship games. Tyler out this week, but he did send me his touchdown call. Tyler is going with Bengals wide receiver Jamar Chase at minus 105 for an anytime touchdown. Chase is averaging 85 receiving yards per game this season. He's been a monster. And he's had 11 touchdowns on the year. That includes two touchdowns in the playoffs. And he's got a very favorable matchup going up against this Kansas City Chiefs defense that we've been picking on all season long for our prop bets because wide receiver ones have dominated them. They rank 31st in pass defense DVOA versus opposing teams wide receiver ones. We've seen it week in and week out. Also, Chase has had a lot of success against the Chiefs in the three games that they faced. And most recently, he had over 95 receiving yards against them in week 13 of the regular season. So look for Jamar Chase for a big game and a touchdown for Tyler. For my anytime touchdown, I'm going with Bengals tight end Hayden Hurst at plus 320. I like this price tag for him. He had 59 yards and a touchdown last week versus a great Buffalo defense. He also had 45 receiving yards against Baltimore the week prior in the playoffs. Both of those teams, they rank top 10 in past DVOA versus tight ends. This week going up against the Kansas City Chiefs who rank 19th in pass defense DVOA versus opposing tight ends. Hayden Hurst has that size-speed combo, great pass-catching instincts, and he's also very versatile. The Bengals like to use him in a lot of different formations, as they will this week going up against the Kansas City Chiefs defense that has allowed nine touchdowns during the regular season, two tight ends. That is the sixth most in the NFL. Take Hayden Hurst for an anytime touchdown at that plus 320 price tag. That's going to do it for us on the pre-snap podcast today with all your daily fantasy analytics and statistics. Make sure to check out linestarapp.com. Good luck to you and all your sports betting endeavors this week for championship weekend. That's going to do it for us. We'll see you next time.